Did you know that the history of the device you are currently using to listen to my voice started from the invention of a toy-like machine aimed at transferring the human's voice from one place to another through wires by a Scottish-born man in the late 19th century, starting a phone company which would later on be known as the American Telephone and Telegraph Company, AT&T. What's up, people of this weird planet called Earth? Welcome to episode 32 of History's Most Influential Humans podcast with yours truly. Or not really, Damilari Mapa. This shouldn't be too long, I hope. Yeah, let's get right into it. So, the man I was mentioning earlier, today's influential human, his name is Alexander Graham Bell. And I'm sure some of you would have heard of him. Interesting man, actually. He was born on March 3rd, 1847 in Edinburgh, Scotland. I'm definitely sure I got the pronunciation of that Edinburgh wrong, but no vexabic. He was born to Alexander Melville Bell and Eliza Grace Simmons, who was deaf. He had two older brothers, Edward and Melville, who later died of tuberculosis when he was young. Talk about absolute sheer luck. After the death of his brothers, he and his dad started to also get sick. So due to the fear of death by disease, they relocated to Canada and settled in Bradford, Ontario. At the young age of 12, Bell built an homemade device that combined rotating paddles with sets of nail brushes to create a dehusking machine for the father of his best friend who had a meal. And in return of this favor, the father gifted him a workshop to inventing and he indeed became an amazing inventor. Bell received his early schooling at home from his father and didn't eventually like conventional education as he didn't complete his education when he was enrolled in the Royal High School, Edinburgh, Scotland. But undoubtedly, he was a naturally brilliant child and took interest in the profession of his family, like his father, grandfather, uncle, brother, which was actually teaching of elocution. Pronunciation and speech, that is. At the age of 16, Bell secured a position as a pupil teacher of elocution and music in Western House Academy. He would later attend the University of Edinburgh and then University College London. Bell worked on a whole lot of inventions, but his first breakthrough, which got a patent, was after he met an experienced electrical designer and mechanic, Thomas A. Watson, who became his assistant. With their combined experience, they both conducted several unsuccessful experiments, which is worthy to note, actually. The experiments were so unsuccessful that Bell almost gave up on it, saying it was impossible, and this was after he had got a patent for his invention, but had not created a working prototype yet. On March 10, 1876, Bell succeeded in getting his prototype telephone to work using a liquid transmitter similar to the experiment of a man called Elisha Gray, who people have argued that Bell stole his idea from, partially because they submitted their patent the same day. But at the end of the day, it was that of Bell's that was approved, and it was after this approval that Bell was able to produce a working prototype to his sponsor, his later father-in-law and business partner, Hubbard. His first words on the instrument heard by his assistant on the other end were, Mr. Watson, come here, I want to see you. And this was the beginning of their worldwide fame and fortune. Very interesting fact, by the way. Bell and his partners, Green Hubbard and Thomas Sanders, offered to sell the patent to Western Union for $100,000 at the time. But the president of the Western Union at that same time opposed and said that the telephone was nothing but a toy. And unfortunately for him, two years later, it was worth more than $25 million. Wow. See that missed golden opportunity. 
The Bell Telephone Company was created in 1877 with 5,000 shares, 1,500 of which was owned by the chief electrician, Bell himself, and the rest belonged to the president, Green Obert, Thomas Edison, rather, and Thomas Sanders. And this was the company that would later metamorphose into the American Telephone and Telegraph Company, AT&T. Please don't tell me you don't know this company, because it is actually a very famous company. Anyways, on July 11th, 1877, a few days after the Bell Company was established, Bill married a student, the daughter of a sponsor and president of the new Bill Telephone Company, Mabel Hubbard, who was actually deaf. Very, very interesting, isn't it? Money is good. They gave birth to four children, and I'm sure, I'm definitely sure they lived happily ever after, I guess. Well, until he died from complications arising from diabetes on August 2nd, 1922, aged 75. He died with groundbreaking achievements in heredity and genetics, aeronautics, hydrofoils, and so on. He also went on to create new inventions like the metal detector, photophone, and so on. After the conclusion of Bill's funeral, for one minute at 6.25 p.m. Eastern Time, every phone in North America was silenced in honor of Alexander Graham Bell, the man who started the revolution of the telephone. How noble. Well, that's it on episode 32 of HMIH Podcast, fam. I hope you learned something from it, and it was short now, wasn't it? See you first Saturday of June. By God's grace, peace and harmony.